Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader. So grateful to have you connected today, and we take nothing for granted. We appreciate you so much for being a part of this podcast. This is a place where leaders come every single week to grow. We believe that iron sharpens iron, and I say it every week because I know so many people around the world who are listening to this podcast, and many of you let me know that this podcast is blessing you, and to that end, I'm thankful, I'm grateful for each one of you. I would love for you to... uh share this podcast with someone else. We're trying to reach over a million people and man, they're getting closer and closer every single day. Make sure you take the link and share it with someone and tell them, subscribe to this. I promise you, it'll be a tremendous blessing in your life. I want you to really understand it is important that leaders stay in community with one another. So I want you to follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Follow me now. Let me know that you're following me, that you're a new follower, a next level leader. And also, I hope that you will go to my website, josephwalker3.org. You can find content and more information that I believe can be a tremendous blessing to you out there. And we're just trying to get this word to as many people as possible. And uh, when I'm in your area, I'd love to meet you and connect with you. And maybe you want me to come and share with your organization. We make ourselves available to do that, josephwalker3.org. Today, I want to talk about how to leverage your influence. And there's one thing that I've learned many years ago is that the true test of effective leadership, I mean, effective leadership is absolutely coming to a place where you have influence. When you understand the power of influence, it can be amazing. I'm telling you, I thank God for influence. There is no way possible, no way possible that you can be an effective leader and not have influence. Influence is perhaps one of the most amazing things ever. And I I just believe it's your ability to, to get things done, to get people to follow you, to walk in the rooms where people can appreciate you, value you. Listen, when we leverage influence, It means a lot. And so today I want to talk about that. I really want to help lean in on this. I want you to understand in leveraging your influence is making good decisions. When you make good decisions, it means that you are a person who's thoughtful about the kind of decisions you make because you recognize the impact of those decisions within the community and the world in which you live. A lot of leaders lose influence because of poor decisions rooted in poor character. So you have to be measured, prayerful, use wisdom when making decisions because you don't want your decisions to undermine the level of influence because what gives you influence is that people trust your ability to make good decisions. I want you to think about how you approach decisions. I hope it's not emotional, but I really hope it's prayerful, measured. 
thinking about the consequences, thinking about the intersectionality of your decisions. If I make this decision, how will it impact that? How will I be viewed over here? How will it impact the whole? There have been moments where people have imposed their expectations upon me, but had no idea that my decisions were made not in a bubble, (laughs) but I was making decisions based upon everything that my life touched. So there were some things that may have been good things, but I could not make a decision regarding them because they would alienate or isolate certain people that I needed to leverage in order to get bigger things done. So you can't allow yourself to be pulled into something where you're fighting other people's battles. You've got to make good decisions. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Make good decisions. I think secondly, it is important that you build bridges. You see, a next level leader knows that if I have influence, what my goal is is not to be a divisive person. Yes, I can stand and uh, speak truth to power. Yes, I'm in the room because I am to be a person to bring a different perspective that can get things done. But I can't be a person who tears down bridges. I must build them. Either you burn them or you build them. And I want you to understand as a next level leader, the significance, the importance of building consortium, being that person that leverages your influence, that there may be people in a particular area or community who may not be comfortable communicating to people in another community. And you're that bridge, you're that person, that trusted partner, that trusted voice that people feel if we share with you, you can share with them or you can get things done. There may be messages that are transmitted between people who are unable to communicate as they should. When you build bridges, you bring people together. That's one of the things that I have attempted to do in my leadership is to bring people together. And by building bridges, what I'm doing ultimately is I'm bringing resources to the people and people to the resources. Leverage your influence, not for bad decisions or for personal gain, but build bridges in order that you might allow resources to come to people and people to resources so that it is mutually beneficial and people's lives are being blessed. Number three is being an advocate for others. As I talked about that briefly in the last point, yes, you're at the table for a reason. And when you're there, you have to leverage your influence. I want you to think about this for a moment. When you show up, you have tentacles. There are different spheres that you represent, influences that you represent. And as a consequence, when you begin to think about it, I mean, really process it, these levels of influence in your life, think about it, are constituents that have voice. So when you're at the table and you're advocating, people need to know what you bring. When I show up, I bring, you know, over 30,000 people in my church probably hundreds of thousands more, if not millions, that are connected to those 30,000, and then the full gospel church, and then I bring so many other. So all of those different layers and connected points bring to bear that I am advocating when I speak. I'm not just speaking for myself. I'm speaking for a lot of people. 
And when you are trusted to be the voice at the table, don't sit there with prophetic laryngitis. Don't sit there and say nothing, but be a person who strongly advocates for others. You know, the next thing I think is important is it's really how you bring resources to the people and people to the resources. I've just said it and I'll say it again. This is what is important. When I'm leveraging my influence, what I realize is that I'm a catalyst. I'm a person that's able to communicate between two different areas. I'll give you a perfect example. My wife is a physician. She's a Cornell-trained, Harvard-trained physician. My wife got her MPH at Harvard in public health. I want you to hear this. And while doing this work, she recognized that there were some extraordinary resources in the healthcare community that were unable to penetrate the communities in which they serve. They had amazing programs. They would show up and then no one would show up. And so being in the church community, being married to a pastor, she understood that in the African-American community, the church, the pastor is perhaps one of the most trusted voices in that community. And the church historically has been responsible for galvanizing people around issues that matter. Problem is, is that often in healthcare and those organizations in public health, they don't know how to access that community just by sending a flyer or just saying we have a program on the radio. You have to be able to have a relationship with that leader and that leader has to advocate for that program. So my wife was sharing with people on that side, this is how you get it done and sharing with me on this side these resources are coming and this is why you need to have people show up. Well, it was a beautiful marriage, certainly no pun intended, but it really brought together organizations because people began to realize the goal here is how do you get resources to people and people to resources? You then, as a next level leader, are bringing those two things together so that ultimately people can be blessed by what's being offered. That's amazing, right? I think that is what it really means, man, when you think about making sure you leverage your influence. Are people receiving the help that they need because you advocated on their behalf and you created a pipeline so that they could access the resources uninhibited? Uh, I believe that that is really one of the most amazing things you could ever do as a next level leader. And I think it's also important to remember your influence is never for sale. Never allow yourself to be bought out. Never allow yourself to be for sale. I remember uh, Bishop Paul Morton uh, on the documentary Free to Dance talked about in New Orleans early on in the 90s when he was pastoring. One thing the politicians knew that he could be bought. There's not enough money to buy my influence. Uh, and I think it's important for all of us to understand that as a next level leader, never allow yourself to be bought by any particular group, make certain that you leverage your influence. You owe no man nothing, but that you use your influence to be able to say what you need to say and to be able to show up and do what you need to do. Never be a bought person. That undermines your influence because at that moment you become a puppet for someone else and their agenda. As a next level leader, focus yourself on doing what you know is necessary 
to get things done for the people that you serve. And I believe it's important. And I've shared this with many of my mentees. Number six, how to save your ask for the right moment. A lot of leaders mess up because you keep asking for so much. Every time you turn around, every time you show up, you're asking for this. Can you do this? You're asking the mayor for this. You're asking the governor for this. You're asking the city council for this and that. Every single time you show up, it's something that you need. And so when people see you, they run from you because they know you're always asking for something. Now, make no mistake about it. There are a lot of things that are needed, but you have to learn how to save your ass for the right moment. You have to realize, okay, we may need that, we may need that, but there's something bigger coming. And so when you ask for something, because they know you don't have a history of asking, it must be important. And I found out in my leadership, because I don't ask for every single thing, when I do ask for something, it always gets done because I learn how to preserve, save my ask for the right moment. I'm not asking for the small stuff. I'm asking for the big stuff, but I'm asking for it at the right time. So I think it's important, incredibly important, as you leverage your influence, that when you pick up the phone and you call, if I pick up the phone today and I call the governor, one, he's going to be surprised to hear from me. Two, he's going to say, what can I do for you? And that's going to always happen because I don't call all the time. I don't reach out all the time. So that's why it's important. Make sure you leverage your influence by saving your ask for the right moment. I want to review what we've learned so far. This has been fun. And I I just think it's important to leverage our influence to make good decisions. Making good decisions regarding business moves, our connections, even issues around our character, just to make sure that we're thinking about the implications of our decisions and how they could impact positively or negatively people that we are connected to or people that we want to be connected to in terms of business or et cetera. You have to make good decisions. When people see you, they should have confidence in your leadership by saying, there's one thing I know about that individual, they make good decisions. Build bridges, guys. Don't burn them. Come to a place where you're always that person that's trying to bring things together, building bridges from one community to the next, building bridges where there's difference. Building bridges is huge. And my prayer over you is that you will build bridges, that you will spend your time trying to connect people versus trying to divide them. And that's why being an advocate for others is so important. Number three, because you You really want to use your influence to advocate for others and not to use your influence for the benefit of yourself. When you are a selfless leader and you're thinking about others, inevitably you're going to be blessed. But God did not raise you up, put you at the table for you to be silent. Advocate for the least, the last, the left out. Advocate for those things that you're passionate about. Advocate because your voice matters but then bringing resources to the people and people to the resources. What a wonderful thing that is, right? To be able to speak languages in different spaces and to be able to help people get what they need when they need it, creating a pipeline toward resources so that the organizations that are attempting to bring the resources aren't frustrated because no one's showing up and the people who need the resources aren't frustrated because they had no idea 
the actual organization was hosting the event to give them the resources free. The question is, how do I bring both together, creating those opportunities and always remembering that my influence is never for sale. I am not out here (laughs) allowing myself to be bought, manipulated, and used for the benefit of someone else. I want to remain independent in my thought, in my movement, so that I can do the things I need to do without having to worry about consequences. This is so important. When you are for sale, you do the bidding of those to whom have bought you out. But I believe you save your ask for the right moment. Take your time. Don't ask for everything all the time. When you do ask, people know how important it really is. Don't ask all the time. Save your ask. But then the final thing I want to share with you today is something that I believe will be so important. Staying low. What do you mean by that? I tell people all the time, I'm too flashy. I can't, I'm too flawed to be flashy, rather. I will not be a leader who is so flashy that it's a turnoff to the people that I serve. So I must learn to stay low. I learned this from a a mentor of mine who told me, stay below the radar. It's like that chiller coat on American Gangster. The moment he put that coat on, he became a target. Learn how to stay below the radar. Learn how to leverage your influence by being a person who walks in authentic humility, authentic selflessness. It doesn't mean you can't be blessed. It doesn't mean you can have the finest of the finest, but you have to know how to stay low with it, not to post everything you have and talk about it and walk around like you're this or that. Just get to a point where you do the work and that you remain low. I promise you, if you do it that way, you will see an extraordinary influx of people who are looking for you to help them get things done. That's what influence does, right? You become a reference. You become an expert. And you don't want to put hindrances in front of that. But people begin to perceive things about you that are not true. I hope this has blessed you today. I'm passionate about Next Level Leader, guys, and I want you to make sure, again, that you follow me at josephwalker3 on Instagram. Would you do that? Do it right now. Follow me. Not only follow me, but make sure you go to my website, josephwalker3.org, get my books, Leadership and Loneliness, No Opportunity Wasted, Leaderships, a variety of books, Restored at the Root, things I have out there that can bless your life. And uh, I want you to make sure you write me and let me know this podcast has blessed you. That would mean a lot to me. Seriously, if you would just reach out and say, hey, this podcast blessed me. I'm a new listener. I'm a new subscriber. But make sure you subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We're going to get to a million people. I believe it. And I believe we'll get there because of you. I am thankful and appreciative of you. And I appreciate you being connected today. And remember, as you continue to grow and be a next level leader, Always remember the importance of your influence every single day. It's never to be compromised. It is a blessing to have influence. If a leader doesn't have it, but next level leaders do. 
Thank you for listening today. And I pray God's richest blessings be upon you and yours. Until next time, you be blessed. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph with you.